The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rabbi Yisrael Vizhnitzer had a son in Vizhnitz in Europe. And the Heilige Vizhnitzer had a son. They tried to hide him. He shouldn't be drafted into the army. Unfortunately, someone, maybe, was Meiser. Someone handed him over and said exactly where he was hiding. The police came, they drafted him into the army, and they sent him to the front lines. And everybody knew that there was a certain individual in that town that was the Meiser. Everybody knew it for sure. Well, it was on the day of Asura's Mitzvah, and it was in the Rebbe's base Medrash that everybody gathered, hundreds and hundreds of Hasidim, hundreds of people from the town, to be Misameh together with the Vision Sarebbe, although his son was now at war. All of a sudden, it was in the middle of the Surah's Mitzvah, who enters into the room? None other than the Moiser. None other than all the people knew that he was the individual that handed over the Rebbe's son to the government. The Rebbe sees this man come in, and he invites him to come up to the front. He says, I'd like you to sit next to me at the Tish. And the man sits down. Not only that, but the Rebbe takes his kais, he fills it up with his wine, and he says, make a bracha, it's a koshal bracha. Hasidim are infuriated. Rebbe, don't you understand who this is? This is a person who's a miser. He gave over your son to the army. The vision of the Rebbe said, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Was there a Bezdin that met on this matter? Were there reliable Adim that gave proper testimony? Adim Kshirim? Was there a Psak that issued from the basin that says he's a Moiser? As far as I'm concerned, the only thing that's been circulating here is Lashon Hara. And the vision of Tzarebbe can't listen to Lashon Hara. Can we be aware of the godless that it takes, his own son, yet he was not willing to be Mechabel from another person, a false report, a report that maybe, maybe was not correct about his own son and would rather be Mechabel someone Kiroi. And isn't it true that the Tzemach David said, I would rather be over, I would rather be over on too much Avas Yisroel than on too much Sinas Chinam. Maybe I loved him too much. Maybe I was done him Lakav Schus too much. But that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to look at every individual Lakav Schus. I received a call last year, a call about a particular young lady who happened to have been a Talmud of mine many years ago. And this young lady already had been going out for a few years. Father, very choshva person in our community, calls me up, says, I would like to know about this young lady because my son wants to take her out. I said, it's outstanding. Mitsuyanes, Bastoira. She is the right person. I would take her immediately. Should go out. The father thanks her very much. In the meantime, I never heard anything about it comes to be a few months later on her. Bad information on her? What, what, what's going on here? No, I called up somebody who went and they said that she's a little bit tough. She's, she's a rough edge. A rough edge? I knew her already years. Nobody ever saw a rough edge. The finest person, the idle kite. It's unimaginable. How could you say a rough edge? In the meantime, I begged them, please Research it. Get down to the source. Where did this come from? Oh, it came from somewhere. Where? She had gone out years before. And the person that she went out with did not treat her properly. So she said, would you please stop the car? I would like to leave this car because I feel that this is not the proper treatment for an individual. And she walked out of the car and she said, thank you. And she closed the door. From that one incident, 
it was marked already in people's ears that she was rough because the person had to justify himself. Why did she walk out of the car? And because of that, all of the rough and the tough reputation circled around who knows where. I begged the father, give the son, give the daughter-in-law a chance. He did. And they're married now. person has to understand, it's not simple. Lashon Hara can ruin a person. It can ruin a livelihood. It can ruin a reputation. It can ruin a marriage. It can ruin a family. It can ruin a lot of things. A child. A child. How do we judge the child? How do we speak about the child? We have to be very careful about the way that we speak to the child. It's all going to be realized as the child grows up. There's a little girl that enters into a class. And the little girl has a doll. She's insecure. And she carries a little doll into her first grade class. And she's not aware of the rules and regulations of the proper schools. And there the teacher says to her on the first day, What are you, silly? You didn't leave your little toys at home? And she comes and takes the doll away, grabs it out of her hand and says, you can ask me back for this at the end of the year. Did the teacher have the smallest hasoga of what the mindset of a little child is? To that little child, that doll is who knows what. Well, that was okay. The child did all right in school. And about 37 years later, the child came into my uh, office and the child says, you know, truthfully, there is a there is a person that's not Jewish and I think I'm, going to interest, I'm interested in marrying him but I just thought I'd come before I get married to hear anything you might have to tell me. When I started to ask her, go through your life, where did it go wrong? Went wrong in first grade. Went wrong when the teacher said the wrong words about the doll. Do we realize it? The koyach adibor that a person has, the power of speech that we contain, it's mind-boggling. It's the whole Tyra. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.